Okay, the question of the day is, um, what's like a celebrity that you hate that everyone loves? Like in an actor Do or I have, can I say musician? Taylor Swift or is that not on yeah, the table? Yeah, say Taylor Swift is kind of is that on the table or because I don't want to, I don't want you to leave the pod. So can I? Can I use her, or can I have to pick somebody else? But but what is your literally reasoning? the first thing because everybody loves her. Okay, that's a stupid reason. Though. <laughs> oh, you mean <laughs> like you actually have I to meant hate like, the person? No, I meant like you just don't like how they act. You don't like how they sing. You don't like how they. You don't See, like their my, comedy. Most of, most of my animosity towards a certain celebrity or public figure is based around the people who support them and believe that they yeah. can do no wrong. It's not even really yeah. about the celebrity or the public. So then that's why Taylor Swifty gets then it's a fake, so many. Knocks. But then it's a fake. That's like fake hatred. We can start this over. No, no, I, I like it. It's faux good. hatred. Can yeah, you, because you, have you can't. Besides you Swifty? can't hate someone for their. Like you That's can't. Literally, why I thought of when you asked the question, though. You said blah blah blah, celebrity, celebrity. Hate. Oh, like, um, oh, um, I got one. I got one. Don okay. Cherry. Okay. Yes, that's old, a good one. Old school that's hockey really guys. Good one. That's like, a really yeah, good one. grapes tells it like it is. Like, no, yeah. he's a jerk. He is a jerk in a plaid blazer. He was a jerk. Like, he's not. A, that was good. That's he's a not better. A, that's a, that's a better answer. He's not like particularly that. insightful when it comes to hockey. No, and he was always about fighting. Yeah. And old school. And tells his, it like it is. And like, most that, of his takes weren't really that good. Or they current, weren't that. He just liked to talk trash about everybody. That was his thing. I like that one. That that answer? Mm-hmm. You're going to go with that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Jay Leno. <laughs> now he's on a roll. Jay Leno <laughs> is not funny. Oh, wow. Just keep going. Hello, hockey fans, and welcome to the Her Ice Girls High School Hockey Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by ResTech, a full-service integration and home automation company serving residential customers throughout central Minnesota and the Metro Twin Cities region. The Red Black League, the largest boys and girls off-season high school hockey league in Minnesota. Summit Orthopedics, with 11 locations throughout the Twin Cities with specialists ready to treat any sports-related injury. And Gemini Athletic, pro-quality custom uniforms with a championship pedigree. And now, here's Peter and Tony. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool, all about the bounce in my step. Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget. Used to keep it cool. Am I still doing the intro because we've just had two intros? No, you're you're going with your uh, introducing the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone in between, welcome to Her Ice, a girls' high school hockey podcast about the great teams in the great state of Minnesota, which has a new flag, by the way. Is it I official? Am, it's it's official. Uh, I am one half of the Her Ice team. My name is Peter Adney. I'm here with my partner in crime, partner in life, uh, Tony Anthony Scott. Tony, how are you? Tony Anthony Scott. I like that. I like oh, it's that. Andrew. That's Tony right. Andrew. It's not Anthony. It's Tony Andrew. Andrew. That's right. That's right. Uh, I don't know your middle name. Peter. I have two. Oh, you have two. Of course have you two. do, because you're so special. Oh, you need every, two. Everyone in my family names. has two middle names. Oh, then it's not a middle name anymore. It's like a bookend. 
Like there's two like what, names. Like you, you want to know what's on my birth certificate? What's your name? What's your what's your name? Middle name? Peter. My full name is Peter Charles Olaf Adney. Oh my Olaf. gosh, I like Olaf! That. I like. Why don't it just be Olaf? It'd be better. I'm named Peter after the, Olaf the uh, great grandfathers on my mom's side is Charles, and my dad's side is Olaf. Olaf, I like Olaf. Is a the, great name. He was the. Um, King. He was the uh, no. He was a king. <laughs> he well, that's my confirmation name. So if I'm going by the full Catholic rule of oh law, it's Lord. Peter Charles Olaf Olaf Adney. Um, no, Olaf was the first Adney to swim ashore from Norway. <laughs> he swam, huh? No, he didn't swim. He landed. I think he landed in um, Canada, Ellis Island, Canada. Canada, really? Yeah, we went through Canada. I think we had a Canadian entry as well on my mom's side. Yeah, we were maritime. Farmers in really? uh, the Maritimes for a little while, and then they were farmers in North Dakota, and then we ran a drugstore. It's fantastic. Yeah, so anything to avoid like real work. That is real work, though. Running a drugstore, that's real work. All right, let's talk some girls hockey. Let's talk some girls hockey. A couple of headlines here to get through first, brought to you by Gemini Athletic. If you couldn't tell... Uh, a significant amount of uniforms, including uh, that beautiful whatever that one is right there. Waconia. Is that Waconia? Yeah. That's a nice one. Yeah, did you uh, see the Hastings one? That's the best one I've seen in a long time. They've had that one for a while, haven't they? Uh, not with the, the sleeves. And look at that, that, that apron thing at the bottom. Why doesn't their pirate have two earrings? Did he not plunder enough for two years? I don't know. He maybe he just had one. Okay, it's pretty cool. He's only got one eye patch too. I think he'd be cooler if he had two ears and two, two eye, eye patches. patches. That might be a different name nickname for the team. You know, now that we're coming up on, uh, we've been with Gemini for how long now? A year. A year. I think we should throw them a birthday party. I like that idea. A party for Gemini Athletics sponsorship. Gemini, the best. Jerseys in the game, a local company. You want to support local. Gemini Athletic is going to be where you're going to go for jerseys. Love it. Love it. Love it. I was also going to say that we're coming up on 25 years since Hastings um, was on a statewide stage. You know, yeah, the, the, late, the late 90s were kind oh, of the yeah, Hastings their, era in both football and hockey. Yeah, no question about so that. Might need to get... Uh, Dan Welch. I was just talking to or Jeff Tafe or Dustin Vogel was saying. No, not him. Why not him? Because <laughs> he's already been here. Oh yeah. Oh, you mean he's get him on the show? Here. Yeah, I, could I get say Tafe. Dan, like Dan I Tafe Dan Welch sure. and Jeff Tafe if they want to tell us. Tafe, what it was according like. to Vogel was saying Tafe was like the real deal athlete. He could or are you not, telling he me that pro at any sport? You're telling me that a first round NHL draft pick was a good athlete. He could have been a pro Solid. baseball player. Like he was they, good at every sport. Kind have of you game. ever watched the replay of their thrilling game where they scored with like no time left on the clock in which game in the state? Yeah. I uh, know. Do you I, not? You don't I remember, remember them that getting to the state final. Like, didn't they make state final lose to Rozo? All right. I'm looking at 2000. And that was so Ben Utech was on that they team. They beat Jefferson in overtime With four no to time three. Um, no, maybe I'm thinking of a different game. Interesting. But I watched it on YouTube a couple of weeks ago. You have a life. I do. I have, it's a good life, a life when you're watching 1999 state hockey tournament games. Well, it, you know what? It beats the heck out of what I watched last night, to be totally honest. Although, uh, Josie St. Martin, five goals last night. 
That's one of our headlines. Five goals. Yep. Not sure if it's a career you were there. high. I was Probably there. Probably is. I saw all five of those goals for Josie St. Martin. Uh, Quinn, is it Borner or Burner? I don't know. Burner, Borner. I'm going to go with Borner. Quinn Borner, Chaska Chan commits to Lindenwood University. Women's hockey, one of the uh, few sports that Lindenwood didn't chop. Right. Over the last couple of weeks, I believe yeah. they cut both of their wrestling programs. Yeah. Um, this one we can dive into a little bit. Detroit Lakes head coach Scott Pipcorn resigns, and this is according to the Rink Live, citing issues with a couple of players and parents. That's so, it uh, seems to be the theme of the last couple of years. Yeah, but at least those themes included teams that, no offense, Detroit Lakes had a shot at literally anything right. in the postseason. That's what I don't understand is how you have issues with a coach you're five and six and you well, maybe that's the issues the we're not winning enough and we should play a shorter bench or we should play my daughter more or we should play me more or whatever i don't think it really is exclusive to teams that are 22 and two i guess i don't know i think it makes it sadder though Okay, sure. And then what's this note you got here on Hockey Day, North Dakota? Was yeah. there going to be one, or there's been a so they've, sh- they've taken a shot at it two years in a row and failed, or what? They've canceled it the last two years, and I was uh, perusing the rink live earlier this morning, and this is near and dear to my heart because Jamestown was the first place that hosted Hockey Day. So they hosted on Allen Field, which is like, Jamestown, my alma mater's version of a quad. It's beautiful. It's surrounded by pine trees. The original buildings are all there. The buildings surrounding Allen Field are all at least 100 years old. That's cool. Yeah, and then they couldn't have it there for some reason the next year. And then they had it in what is now a parking lot last year. It's always in Jamestown? It's been in Jamestown the two times that they've had it. Okay, cool. They proposed moving it. Is that halfway for teams or more centrally located um, in the state? I honestly don't know. I do know the guy who's on the board who's quoted heavily um, in this article from the Rink Live, uh, Jeff Romsdahl, is a Jamestown native. I met him at a wedding in Jamestown. Okay. Um, and he would like to build a permanent site in McElroy Park, which That's is the cool. local park in Jamestown. And he's willing, according to this article, to put the money forward for it. But I don't know. Is there a power struggle going on between Grand Forks, Fargo, Bismarck, Minot, who all want a piece of Hockey Day? I think one of the plans that they had put forward with that, it would rotate every year, but every other year would come back to Jamestown. So I, it's, they just ran out of time this year for the planning. It takes a lot. I just know I from the people in Bemidji and Minneapolis and now World, the amount of time and energy and money that goes into putting on Hockey Day Minnesota is behemoth. Uh, yep. When it's over, they're like almost, thank God it's over kind of thing because there's just so much time. And, and obviously a lot of it, you know, de- is dependent upon the weather too. So right now, as of right now, it's looking good for our friends in World. Oh, yeah. I, and obviously Minnesota. As of right now, still a month out. But. Yeah. Obviously, Minnesota has more infrastructure in place to do something like this, considering we've been doing it for 15 years or however long it's been. No doubt. But uh, I hope that North Dakota can put it together at some point. So do I. It's too bad that they've had to cancel it uh, the last two years. But uh, It's somewhat indicative of, you know, the fact that they can't pull this off is also indicative of how many people are leaving the state uh, to play boys and girls. Uh, they're leaving other places, and this is kind yeah. of a, a symptom of that, When you say, or is that too harsh to say? I, I don't know if there's a direct 
link. I no. do think there's some discombobulation. But there is a little bit of a, a summary of that, right? A little overview it's of for, that. Right? For all of its faults, uh, Minnesota hockey is at least one unified body for Minnesota, and everybody for the most part, falls pulls, in they line. They pull the rope in the same direction. Whereas in North Dakota, in the and this g- is, same general direction. This is purely anecdotal, by the yeah. way. I don't want people using this uh, against me, but it feels like North Dakota has these little fiefdoms. Yeah. And everybody is just trying to protect what's within their borders. And it seems to be between Grand Forks, Fargo, West little Fargo, bit of Bismarck. And then Bismarck Minot. A little bit of Minot, Grafton, I think, yeah, has, a little bit has been good in the past, but it, it doesn't feel. And there is, there's probably a North Dakota youth hockey board. I'm not saying there's not, but it feels as though those little fiefdoms are protecting their own. And I don't know if there's a cohesive plan to keep the talent in state. So yeah, discombobulation, I think, is a fair judgment. I think part of it, not to make this about the North Dakota, you know, hockey, but I think part of it is that just not as many uh, teams to thread together. You know what I mean? There's not enough associations to thread it together to make it. Like, I mean, we're, we're in like a 150 range, right? They're probably in mm-hmm. the, you know, 12 to 20 range as far as number of associations. And you know what I mean? So it's like it's just harder to string together and get cohesive when they're that small. Yeah, one or two, one or two, two, one or two towns or associations can kind of, you know, ruin it for everybody. You know? Yeah, when and it's that much smaller. When you have 150 and you know, 10 decide they don't want to participate in something, well, you still got 140 that can knock it out. Yeah, and geography plays a role, yeah. too, because even in a place like Warroad, which is six miles from the Canadian border and whatnot, they can still find teams within their general vicinity to play. Oh, if you're, in, down if highway you're 11, in Minot, right? I mean, who are you playing in Minot? It's tough, Bismarck. You're playing Williston. In Williston. You're playing Williston and Watford City over and over and over and over and over again. So, yeah, true. Uh, hopefully they can figure it out. Because I would love to go to Hockey Day North Dakota at my alma mater. All right, let's hear what, any milestones last week. Yeah, we got three of them. All right, uh, Claire Bronson from Lakeville South has surpassed one thousand career saves. That's impressive. She's 1, had a thousand career. career saves. Uh, Hannah Grabanowski has now surpassed fifty career points for Shakopee. Yep. And Grace Lager, Centennial Spring Lake Park, has surpassed fifty. Career freshman Grace Logger, freshman Grace Logger. If you do have something like this, where a player has scored X amount of points or has surpassed a certain milestone, if you tag us on Twitter, that's how we know about these. Yeah. If we miss something, it's because we were not made aware. Right. I agree. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it for headlines and milestones. It is. We're in a we're in a very strange little valley here. It's the pre-holiday season. And it's going to get hot during the holidays. Apparently the girls hockey hub won't tell us who played last night, so there's not a ton of scores that we can go over from last night. But uh, I think it's a good time to get into rankings, which are brought to you by the Red Black League. Red Black League is a uh, outstanding league for both boys and girls high school aged players uh, where you can jump on a team uh, as an individual or you can – uh, clump together three or four, six, ten girls from your own uh, high school or association and play in the league. Uh, obviously, it's 20 games uh, in the spring, 20 games in the fall, so it's fantastic for students who are multi-sport athletes, fantastic for students who are looking for something a little less expensive and they just want to get some games in and want to keep the, the skates, you know, wet, you know, keep them going. Um, it's a great opportunity for, for kids just to keep their game going and, and meet new people and play some competitive hockey games. So check out the Red 
blackleagues.com. Uh, the girls' league is uh, run by Dave, our good friend Dave. I'm totally drawing a blank on his last name. Sorry. I'm just going to let you Palm twist in the wind here. Davey Palm Trees. Yeah, palm Trees. Um, it runs the league. Great guy. Uh, it does a fantastic job. It's been going for three years. It's now established. Check out redblackleagues.com. All right, we're going to go through the rankings. And when I get to a team that you saw last night, we both went to games last night, I'd like to get your take on those teams. So starting in Class 2A, we've got Hill Murray, duh. Number two, Minnetonka. Number three, Andover, who I saw last week. They're rocketing up. They had to uh, <laughs> That is the most poised blue line group that I think I've seen in high school hockey, boys or girls. Yeah, well, we have um, Mac Jones and Kalen Mum. I mean, that's you're off to a pretty good start there. Yeah, I mean, but even beyond that, Courtney Little, she's a, a well-known commodity, but Samantha Angelotti, yep. who made the Sam. team. Sam, whatever, who made the team as a freshman last year and is playing big minutes as a sophomore this season. She's taken massive strides right. in her game. They're just they're so professional on the blue line. And Andover, I gushed about them in my rankings this week. Um I don't know if we've ever been harder on a team that's lost one game, but uh, we are hard on them. We, we no are, question. but that's because there's so much gosh dang talent. I also think it's easy to forget what they lost last season in that top line, Ella Berger, Issa Gettle, and Maddie Brown. It's easy to forget that they just lost three legit division one contributors from last year's team. Uh, Benilde at number four. I thought that the five, nothing loss against Andover was a little bit more indicative of how well Andover played as opposed to, uh, how poorly Benilde played. I think the wheels just kind of fell off after that three goal first period. Edina, Could I, I f- comment on that. Sure, I could. I talked to their coaching staff about that game. Yeah, so did I. Um, and they just said we don't match up well with. That's the one team yeah. we don't match up well against. And literally, the way they look at it, and Edina plug your ears. That's the team they want to face last in the state tournament. Yeah, which is. True. That's I mean, the last team I would want to face in the state tournament. Um, I don't know. Not if I'm Minnetonka. That's probably the first team. Really? Yeah. I'd want to. If I'm Minnetonka, they can they can beat Andover. They're 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 set up to beat Andover. I think. I suppose. What else did the Benilla coaching staff say? Um, you hung out with them a little bit. I I, uh, I really enjoyed talking to Kelly Panic last night. I, I I did ask her if she could come with me to all of the games. And do the interviews because she was like a walking quote machine uh, for my end of game tweet. <laughs> she, I'm like, oh, you can stop now. She got like two minutes in and she gave me like 15 different quotes. She was just a. And you didn't tell her that you were only going to take one of them? Yeah, I didn't say that. Shh, don't tell. I'm just, I'm, I'm looking for a good <laughs> quote that kind of builds the story from each of the coaches. So she talked. I thought that their depth was the most impressive part of the evening and she gave me a perfect quote about their depth and how what I, what I didn't get and I kind of got into this with her a little bit is it seems like uh, she and Kevin Gray have a kind of a open what would you call it uh, door policy open door policy when it comes to who's playing because it was like who's on whose line I really couldn't figure out who played how the lines matched up, but it just seemed like there's a lot of talent up front, no matter how you, you know, concocted the the punch. It just seemed was a really good punch bowl. They just couldn't punch it in, though. Yeah. Um, and, and Zoe Rimstead had a lot to do with that. She made 30 hard saves, whereas uh, Ellie Hancock made 20 
16 easy saves and four breakaway saves. Okay, so Hancock got the start. Yes, okay. she was outstanding too, but like there were times where it was just in the Holy Angel zone the whole time for four or five minutes at a time. Um, and But they had some defensive breakdowns, the Red Knights did, and plenty of breakaway chances. That game could have been 1-1 like that, and Bailey Hancock came up big too. Well, good. I'm glad she got the start. I was a little... Um, disheartened for her after the Andover game, there were a couple of shots that I think she could have stopped. Oh, she played been it feeling enough. more confident. Okay, but I I like the fact that the coaching staff let her finish the game against Andover and then started her again. Yeah, in this one because she's a good goalie. When she's feeling it, she can be a good goalie. She was good last night. Uh, Moorhead at number six, Stillwater at number seven. I saw Stillwater last night. That top unit for Stillwater: Finn, Saint Martin, and Nelson. Uh, it's fun to watch when they're clicking. I mean, they it's a trigger-happy offense, and when you've got Josie St. Martin, yeah, you can afford to be a trigger-happy offense. Uh, the game deteriorated completely in the third period. It turned into, I called it a penalty fest on Twitter. Uh, I have a better term for it, gong show, in the <laughs> third period. I mean, On a podcast, was, you're going to call it a gong show. On Twitter, you're going to be a lot... More gentle, well, what I what right? I didn't want to what I didn't want to do was open up a can of worms and it then can. be replying to people all night to provide context. The context that I'm providing is a, a Stillwater player got hurt during the game, which is unfortunate. Which always obviously, makes it interesting, right? Obviously, yep. but it resulted in a major penalty and it resulted in a game ejection. And as soon as a player is ejected from a game, we've seen this at all levels. It adds kind of this vinegar. To yep. the rest of the game, the chirps get a little louder, the sticks come up a little higher, the elbows get thrown around a little bit. Coaches were yelling at each other. Coaches were yelling some at each other. I heard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the last time I stand next to the bench at Charles Shell's. Well, Marina. it's really the best place to shoot pictures, though. Well, it it is because it's the only place you can get over the glass. And boy, howdy, it is dark in that arena. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there was a Ben List, the new guy. Yeah, he shot a game over there. I think a boys' game over there. I was like. Were you in the closet when you were shooting? There, there are six halogen lamps. Did you have are, the ISO? Where did you have your ISO set? I mean, it was so dark. I was shooting photos. ISO 8,000. He had the Hermantown Cretan boys game, and it was the pictures were like, wow, those yeah. are dark. They are. They were dark. Yours were pretty good, though. Yeah, I, I cranked the ISO. I'd love to see a box score from this game because I want to see exactly what the penalties were, but the game ended in a fight. Um, Do they call it? I think they called it fighting. Uh, I'm, I'm, I honestly, I was walking out of the arena. I've stuffed my ladder back under the bleachers, and I thought, "I'm, I'm out of here, dude. This is it, it was watch. it was two good periods, and then just a waste of a third period." Yeah. Right. Tell me about Cretan. Do they have a shot in that section? In the three double A section? Oh man, I mean, that one's they're battling wide some open. injuries right now. I think one of their leading scorers is out. I couldn't tell who the other player was on the bench, and it doesn't look like. Easy injuries. One player's wearing a boot. One player's got yeah. her arm in a sling. So we'll see when they're at full. Did capacity. you see the Rosemont Albert Lee score last night? I did. That was one of the scores I was going to bring <laughs> up, but I couldn't remember what it was. And the girls' hockey hub doesn't have scores yeah. from yesterday or Monday. Three to two. Incredibly frustrating. But yes, that was a score of not uh, that I have later. Um, but yeah, there were a ton of penalties. There's a fight at the end of the game. That was. Nah, it kind of spoiled. Bueno. It kind of spoiled what should have been a dominant hang ten and then walk out for Stillwater. Just turned into kind of a. And, and next on your list was Maple Grove, right? Yep, Maple Grove. They're hovering at eight right now. Um, they beat 
Orono last night. They beat Orono last OT, night. OT, right? Yes. Yeah. In overtime. Shipley did not have the goal nope. in overtime. Olsen. She had the assist. Holy. <laughs> if we were we were talking before the show, if we named uh an MVP purely on value instead of what MVP awards tend to turn into, which is most outstanding player. Yeah. Bella Shipley might be the front runner because I yeah. think she's got just some outrageous percentage of the team's goals right now. And and, and the offense, the one game I saw kind of goes through Bella. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's just like everything goes through Bella. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. No, you, no, you no. Play, you play with what you've got. Yep. Their, their studs are a little young. They'll come along in a couple of years. Interesting. You have Maple Grove ahead of Centennial. I do. I have a reason and, for that, too. Well, bring it on. Because Maple Johnny. Grove beat Centennial. Uh, Centennial just beat them. Maple Grove beat Centennial early in the year. They, yeah. they split their season series. Yeah, but Centennial just beat them. So? Recency. Yeah, and they came, Recency. They came out of nowhere, and now they're Recency. ranked number nine. Recency. They no, trust me. I I looked at it, and I yeah. thought, oh, my gosh, I'm hey. going to have to rank Centennial hey. so hey. high. And I'm then just... I realized that they've split their season series. Coach, the coaching staff at Centennial, I, if I were doing the rankings, you'd be eight. Maple Grove would be I don't nine. think they want to be eight. I don't I think, think they, they want to be, they be number one. All. Be one they don't don't think be number they want to be number one. They do. Um, to I add, like number 10, though. I like your number 10. To add a layer of context to the Bella Shipley thing, Bella Shipley's got 10 goals so far, which means she has scored just as much as the next two players combined, almost as much as the next three players combined. I believe that. Uh, Northfield at number 10. The Raiders just keep plugging away. Lakeville North drops out just for, I almost ate the mic on that, drops out just for a little bit. The tie against unranked Lakeville South does not give me a lot of confidence in the Panthers. Right and do now. they play this year? Who? North and Northfield. They I should. Would like they, I would like it if they did. Uh, it's kind of weird going into a section final and not, have played and not having played them. Yeah. Oh, boy. Look that one up for us. I am. It's not found. Not found? No, Northfield. Lakeville North is going to play Edina and Hill Murray, but they're not going to. And Warroad, but they're not going to play. Well, the Warroad's a hockey day moment, so. Oh, that's weird. I just got a weird email. Sorry. Okay. All right. Uh, class A, Orono, number one. Holy Angels, number two. You've seen Holy Angels 50 times this <laughs> season. Do you have any new... Um. Gosh, I'm not. Sh- I'm nervous if I should say this or not about Holy Angels. Um, they play a very structured team, very structured defensive zone, very structured team. Uh, it was fun to see. Is her name Audrey Garten? Is that her name? From Garten. G A R T O N. Uh, she's back in the lineup. She wasn't there against Warroad. Yeah, she, she adds. Hurt. She adds a lot of punch to that team. Um, but what I was saying, what I'm nervous about saying is, they're kind of a boring team. And I mean, yeah. I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's oh, a good are. boring. It's a good boring. Like they got three lines that'll bring it to you always, every time. They have the probably the best class A goalies or better class A goalie than Zoe Rimstad. I mean, I can't say Viv Anderson. She's a freshman. That's a little too much to put on her plate. I'm looking through these the goaltenders here, right? Warroad. Duluth Marshall, oh, Dr. I mean, Hermantown. Cam- Campbell Friggy's numbers will be up there yeah, by the end of it. She's up there. She's up there. Um, Roth from Mound, Westonka. What's her first name? Do you remember her first name? Ashlyn. Ashlyn with a she, Y. Uh, tell you what, I've had multiple people come back and say how good she's been this year. Uh, yeah, dude. She's been really good and, and fantastic. Nice young woman. Met her in our interview process for Friday Night Ice. 
Um, she's had a great she's year. She's been good for a billion years over there. Yeah, yeah. You know why she's good? Why? Because she wasn't allowed to play goalie when she was growing up. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. the most of it. I thought you were going to say something about Larry Olam, and I was no, no. going to rebut she, no, you and no, say, no, 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 she's been good before that. No, she she's good. Okay. She's real good. Uh, Warroad at number three, Duluth Marshall at number four, Proctor Hermantown at number five, at Dodge County number six, Mountain West Tonka bumps up to seven. I mentioned this in my rankings that the top six were not going to change. No, um, it's yeah, I'm with you on that. It's just yeah, I want trust me, I want to, I want to add a little black pepper to these rankings, but I can't help it There's if no nobody loses. Uh, I, I think you're missing. I know you made these rankings before, but I think Albert Lee is definitely. Uh, Got on well, after the yeah, after the win radar. over Rosemount, they're, they're gonna they're gonna hop into the top ten. I think so too. I think Breck might fall out next week. <laughs> uh, Mountain West Tonka at seven, Crookston at eight, Breck at nine, and, and Delano Rockford at ten. They, that they that win losses. over that win over Warroad is gonna help Crookston a lot. I I was rankings. joking with my friend uh, David Izzy Marvin uh, via text. Over the last seven days, we were texting back and forth yep. about something. I said, yeah, you are a top three team in the state, but you're still number two in your section. <laughs> well, I had a lot of fun with that one. I was That that one came off the text thumbs really quick. Yep. But I'm going to give Crookston a lot of credit here. I'm looking at their schedule coming up. They're going to Warroad for the holiday tournament. They're going to play Rosemount, which is a state tournament team last year. They're going to play Warroad again. And then later this season, they're going to play Northfield, and they're going to play Dodge County. And Crookston? Then they're yeah, and then they're gonna play Rozo and Bemidji. Oh, we're gonna learn all about oh, the Pirates. I mean, good for the Pirates for putting I that agree. schedule together. Good for them. I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right, we are through rankings. We're gonna move on to some games of the past. Uh, we'll add the Albert Lee Rosemount score. It, well, in there. these were more your games of the past were our pickums from last week. Pretty much last night much. was. Kind of a surprise. Yeah. Uh, these games of the past are brought to you by ResTech, the West Metro's expert in audio and visual systems. Had a chance to go to the Benilde St. Margaret's Girls Locker Room over the weekend. Thank you again to Sienna Carver, Sienna Duffy, and Avalyn Michelson for greeting Brennan and I uh, and being more than happy to show us around and point out some cool stuff, including the lighting and the uh, the audio system. Uh, Michelson uh, is kind of a nice player, by the way. She's she is takes She's a good charge type of player. I think she could play all five positions if the coaching staff called on her. I think she probably could too. Uh, those are the captains for Penel yep. St. Margaret's, by the way. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We saw the the red lighting that ResTech did. They lowered layered layered some uh, some lights on the bottom of the lockers, on top of the lockers. Oh, cool. We turned off the lights at one point. It's really there's a really cute moment in the video where Avalyn and I are sitting in chairs. We got the spotlight on and we say ResTech, and the lights go off and it's this beautiful little red lighting everywhere. That was I give I give Brennan a lot of credit for that idea. But uh, it was a lot of fun to learn what went into their locker room and how it's kind of become their home away from home. And they do movie nights in there. I don't want to give away the whole video. Oh, I think they, they watched. I think they watched Kelly play in the Olympics a couple of years ago. They did. They they hang out in their locker room. They watch movies. They watch Netflix. Uh, the hot show is apparently like Love Island. I've never seen oh, it before, but I think Love terrible. Island is the it's the hot a show. Terrible on show. Uh, <laughs> it's a terrible show. But. They couldn't have turned into home away from home without ResTech. So if you're looking for audio visual systems to create 
a welcoming and homey atmosphere. ResTech Systems. All right, games of the past. December. No, shut up, Siri. <laughs> you said hey, Siri. His phone starts Siri. lighting up. What can I do for you? Nothing. I hate you. All right. Alrighty, December 13th, Edina and Maple Grove tie one-to-one. I checked in with uh, one of our West Metro correspondents to get the scoop on that one, and he said Edina just cannot get to the net. They cannot get to offensive rebounds, and they just can't get to the high percentage scoring areas. Yeah, the Edina scores are getting less and less impressive as the season goes on. Yes, I think they'll figure it out, though. I, I, do, too. Out. I do, too. I do, too. Back to uh, Benilde really quick. Someone from the Benilde uh, contingent said, we're no longer, after beating Edina, now we're no longer spooked as by Edina as we were. And that's a good, I thought that was a good take. We've talked about that mental block yeah. a couple of yeah. times here. I th- I, when I, my point is, when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's Peter and I have talked about that. Yeah. Speaking of Benilde. Thanks for took, tuning in. You went to I went to Ritter. Ritter. It was Benilde's 50th birthday. We know the score, 5, five nothing in yes. favor of Andover. Did you get a reason why they played that game? I forgot to ask the staff. Yeah, it was night. a birthday. Uh, it was the 50th anniversary of Benilde and St. Margaret's Academy combining into one school. So we're going to play a game at Ritter? Yeah. They also honored uh, two members of the administration at Benilde. Oh, that's cool. Two women who have been there. Um, what just happened? Peter has a pet or something. Peter's... No, I just, wrote it down. I oh. wrote down who the two women were. They combined, I think they had over 100 years of service to oh, the that's Benilde cool. community or something. I'm going to pull it up right now. Look at these starting lineups. Judy Koski and... Mary Fran O'Keefe. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, O'Keefe, 47 years at Benilde. Wow. Doing everything. Um, she's been the marketing director. She was an advisor to several student groups, and now she's the director of alumni relations. And Judy Koski started as a part-time bus driver. Nice. And has been with Benilde for 40-something years, and now she works in the all activities the and athletic office. Benildians that they've serviced and... yeah. Uh, made feel welcome there and all the other things you do yeah, as the it was, bus driver. Uh, it was pretty cool. And then Andover went out and spanked them. Five, five nothing. Five nothing. Two shorthanded goals. I was chatting with uh, Brett Carver, one of the assistant coaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mean. <laughs> Kayla, you're the worst. I dropped you're my the worst. phone and it hit um, that button. If you saw me. That was like perfect Andover timing. beats Benilde five nothing. <laughs> boom, boom. If you saw that was good timing. I didn't mean to, though, I swear. <laughs> if you saw a drowning man, you'd throw him an anchor. I dropped my phone. Um, oh, my God. You can't. It's hard enough to play against a team like Andover. You can't give up two shorthanded goals when you're ostensibly supposed to be right. skating with an advantage. But. You know, say la vie. Here's uh, a score I was most in tune with. All yeah. Week. Lakeville North tying Lakeville South 1 to 1. Yeah. Uh, Lakeville North Burnsville, I thought, was going to get more that they would win by three or four goals in this game. Lakeville North? Yeah. Oh, they outshot the Cougars 38 to 20. Both goals uh, came in the second period, one minute and seven seconds apart. Usually from Addy, the case, right? And, and Bryn O'Neill. So I guess that's a shout out to Claire Brownson with 37 yeah. saves on 38 shots. Good night there. Mound West Tonka Southwest Christian over Breck three to one. That pushes the White Hawks ahead of the Mustangs in the in the uh, seating. Yeah, in the seating and yeah. in the rankings. Yep. Uh, Proctor Hermantown over Delano Rockford two to one. 
Duluth Marshall over Delano Rockford five to two. So one team from the Duluth area uh, hung a crooked number on the board against the Tigers. Yep. And then that same night, Centennial Spring Lake Park over Maple Grove four to one. Oh, you mean the ninth ranked team beat the, ninth, the, the ninth eighth ranked team? Yep. You know uh, what? If Centennial mm. had started the year ranked higher, then they might be higher than you Maple have Grove. Weird no. ranking rules. Why do I have You're weird? Just a rank bad rules? ranker. Just I'm a bad ranker. You're a bad ranker. I'm a bad You're going to say You're he's a, bad, a bad ranker when you know we have Carl. <laughs> this is dude. true. Ow, This dude. is true. Hey, they, I don't even know his rankings. I don't pay attention, but they, like, roast him every oh, time. Oh, they were so So bad. I don't think it's fair to call they him a bad so ranker. Bad. They're so bad. I think you have too much recency bias. I If you won, then you're better. That's usually why you play okay, sports. Okay, what if they split? Yeah, that's fine. But who won more recently? Who By cares? a greater margin. Who's gotten better? Centennial's probably gotten better. Then they should be rated higher. No. Because no Maple, Gro- Maple Grove, Maple no Maple Grove started higher. I'll, I'll, st- I'll step away Maple from Maple Grove that. started higher. It's fine. Maple Grove started higher. Okay. You know what? Let's look at page stat. Let's look at a scientific ranking. Sure. Okay. I'm going to have you tell me the next game. Oh, we don't have any more. That's the last one. Well, I thought you were going to tell me all about uh, Rosemount and Albert Lee. Oh, I just saw the score and was pleasantly surprised. Well, tell us all about it. Upset. All I know is they won 3-2. to two. I didn't see any stats or anything. They won 3-2 to two in overtime. It was a really? shorthanded goal by Morgan Goskison. Oh! Yeah, I remember that. What grade is she in now? Is she in ninth score. grade now? She's probably in ninth. According to page stat, Maple Grove is ranked eighth. And what is Centennial? Tenth. What is it going to be? No. Here we go. Here we go. Man, ranker. So is Pace that. Yeah, we don't have any more scores from last night because the girls' hockey hub is apparently under construction. Something. They're doing something. Thanks a lot, NBC. Uh, Games of the future, which are brought to you by another sponsor. Summit Orthopedic. We have a link now for the Summit Service Award. Yes. And it looks like right on the top of YHH's homepage will explain everything that you need to know about the Summit Service Award. I'll I'll pull it up really quick, give you some highlighted details of this award. If I could just get to the page. The internet in this room is just kind of going bunk right now. Uh, the award, Youth Hockey Hub and Summer Orthopedics have teamed up to offer a brand new and very exciting award for the 2023-24 season. Summit Service Award, the ideal ideal candidate for the service award is a high school age player, 16 or older boy or girl, who plays any level and stand out in the way that they serve their community, team, or peers. You may either apply or nominate another individual who you feel exemplifies what it means to be a service leader. The beautiful part about this, the prize is they get to go with the Summit Surgeons on a full scholarship to a one-world surgery trip. Um... All registration, lodging, costs valued at $2,200, August 3rd to the 10th. Wow, $2,200. Pretty cool. So check out the link, sign up, uh, apply or nominate at the link on that page on YHH's homepage. Thank you to Summit Orthopedic for their continued support of YHH programming. All right, uh, thanks for everything you do, Summit Orthopedic. Uh, Kayla, you have last week's results. I'm hearing I might have lost. I do. Um, so, you had some, there was like a lot of ties going right. on. Well, okay, okay too. But, um, 
Andover versus Benilde, it was you both picked Andover and won. Uh, okay. Lakeville South, Lakeville North was a tie. tie. Uh, Maple Grove versus Edina was a tie. tie. Yep. And you both <sighs> That's picked Edina. Three games right there. Drats. Yep. That makes you even. Um, Fergus Falls versus Brainerd Little Falls. Ooh, that was a good one. Brainerd, Peter picked Brainerd Little Brainerd Falls. Won, didn't they? So, yep. That's fine. Peter I, got a I point. Knew, I knew when I stated Fergus Falls, I was kind of shooting for <laughs> a big lead. Oh, hogwash. Okay. And then Mound West Tonka Southwest Christian versus Breck. You both picked Mound and won. Um, Centennial Spring Lake Park versus Maple Grove. Peter picked. Centennial Spring Lake Park, so he won a point for that. What's up? I picked Maple Grove. Yes, I've been I've been did. literally <laughs> lauding Centennial. What happened? Where did I turn <laughs> wrong? I'm down two right now. You are. And then Holy Angels versus Benilde. You both picked Benilde. Benilde won. Um, yep. Maple Grove versus Orno. You both picked Orno, and you lost. Both lost. Yep. So Peter won by two, and it was pretty much oh, a wash man, for the rest wow. of it. Skunked. Good for me. All right, I'm going to go a little safer this time. Good for I'm me. I'm going safer. Good for All right. me. Peter, looks like you have about five or six, eight slate. Are we adding that other game from the Walzer in here? We've got nine games here. All right, let's 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 go. Let's do this. Warroad at Moorhead. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Chew on that. Wow, that's a good Chew one. Chew on that. That's a good one. Uh, I'm going to go Moorhead on that one. Why? More depth. Older. More depth. Older. Yeah. I'm also going to go Moorhead on that one. Ah, right. so we both had our phone go off. Yeah. Uh, Dodge County at Breck. Dodge County. Why? Um, I don't think Breck has a signature win this year, and Dodge yes, County do. does. Give me their signature win. Similar. That's is that really signature at this point? It was. It was, but it's it not was. really signature. Well, okay, it's like saying the Beatles aren't signature because they're not good now. Okay, I'll. They're also pretty much all dead. Yeah, so. they're still got a lot of hits though. Yeah, Edina at Lakeville North. Edina. I'm staying safe. I'm staying safe this week. I'm protecting my lead. Give me Lakeville North. I knew I could get you. Spicy. I knew I could get you. I'm like a green peppercorn. Wow, look at this game. This is the game I know. of the year. I know, and what are we doing? Friday. Riding, riding a dang bus. It's a good game, though. Hill Marie at Andover. Oh, it's a good game right there, buddy. I'm staying safe. I'm going to go with Andover. Give me Hill Marie. Give me him. We're going to have a big change next week. Champlain Park, Coon Rapids. I kind of hope. I kind of hope Hill Murray wins. Because then they would be the prohibitive favored to win state. That'd be the number one seed in the state tournament. I mean, we'll see. Hill Murray's going to play just a juggernaut of a schedule I know. all the way out. Uh, Champlain Park, Coon Rapids at Minnetonka. Why is this on here? We can get rid of it if you really Take want Minnetonka, to. Take Minnetonka. That's easy. Yeah, Minnetonka. Uh, and then the Walzer tournament. We can go all four quarterfinals here. All four of these are pretty good matchups. I think they're all easy, except the fourth one. Okay, do you want to skip three of them then? Yeah, I, I mean, are we going to be different? Are, are you going to take Moorhead over Minnetonka? No. Nope. You're going to take Maple Grove over Andover? No. You're going to take Grand Rapids Green Bay over Edina? No. Yeet. No, you're not. So what's the fourth game? <laughs> I think it was Holy, Holy Family. Holy Family and Stillwater. 
And Stillwater. You just saw Stillwater last night. Yep. I haven't seen Holy Family. I haven't either. I know I will see them. I'll see them eventually. I, see, I think I've seen them play my favorite, Benil St. Margaret's. I'm doing, I'm doing just a really quick check of penalty minute leaders. <laughs> <laughs> Who has the most? One, two, three, four. Holy five, Family, six, Stillwater. Seven, Ten. I think we do have two players in the top ten. Uh, it's like a heavyweight bout. Uh, in this game, I think I'm. Eh. I'll go Stillwater in this one. I'll that go top holy, line is. Just I'll go so Holy good. Family. I'll go Holy Family. Okay, that top line for Stillwater is just studs, man. Yep. Yep. I agree with you there. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's all I got, man. All right. We'll see everybody after the holidays. That'll be our next recording. Merry Christmas. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool. All about the bouncing master. Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hear profession forget. Used to keep it cool.